Welcome to The Brand Manual, a podcast exploring brand identity and messaging. We talk to business pros who have quite a bit to say about how good strategy fuels their brands. We have a good time. We learn so much from our guests, and we hope you do too. We're glad you found us. Brad Askew is an experienced, successful entrepreneur, but he's also one of the most thoughtful, intentional guys we've ever met. He just released a new book called Life Pivot, about finding your passion and charting a course that actually brings fulfillment and purpose. We're glad to have him on the show. Welcome to The Brand Manual. Brad Askew, good old friend of mine, is here on The Brand Manual podcast with us today. Um, Welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time to come in here and uh, really get a good conversation going. It means a lot. Cool. It's a real pleasure to be here, um, and nice to be talking to you both. Yeah, looking forward to it. Great. Well, for our listeners who don't know enough about Brad Askew or about your new book, Life Pivot, uh, available on Amazon, by the way, um, what is it? Uh, what is this about, and how'd you get here? Yeah. So, um, bit of background. I'm. I'm actually. Uh, I haven't flown to Texas. I'm actually in Bristol, England. Uh, the home of Rolls Royce, Imperial That's Tobacco. Right. I'm sorry to say the slave trade back in the day. <laughs> um, it's uh, the home of Brunel. What a wonderful city, favorite city in the world. I would say that. Um, just along the road from a 700-year-old pub. Uh, so it's a wonderful place. And my own journey is I was originally a lawyer, uh, commercial litigation. Uh, and then I, in 2007, did my first mini pivot into actually becoming an entrepreneur Entrepreneur because I had some friends who were doing various dig- digital things in finance. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, hey, who's doing all the stuff in law? And um, at that point in law, people, the lawyers were only just adopting email, you know. We <laughs> <laughs> right. were quite slow, slow adopters. And so I actually became an entrepreneur, left an associateship in a big national firm. And founded a company. I wanted to help people access legal services because I figured we were all a little, little bit aloof, uh, hard to access. And so, how could the internet solve some of those problems? So I went on to found a company called Everything Legal, with a big award-winning website. Um, a bit like I think you've got a company called Legal Zoom over there. We do. Um, and so it had a no, not identical, but uh, similarities. You know, how how do we be more customer-centric? What would yeah. Jeff Bezos do? If, uh, right. if he were doing, doing this stuff, how would he put the customer at, at the center of the equation? So I, I did that. That grew and that got taken over by an insurance company, a German insurance company in 2011. And I stayed for a little while and then had that conversation. You know, it's not me, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Entrepreneurs and underwriters are very different groups of people. And so I've, I've had pivots in, 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 in my own journey. And then since then, I've been doing lots of lots of things as outlined in the book, mentoring various other little startups, but mainly from the back seat of not wanting to be in the frying pan myself. Yeah. And um, and I after having I struggled with this book isn't written out of a place of expertise. It's written out of a bit of struggle. There's authenticity. Uh, just that question of how do you answer that question? What do I do with the rest of my life? What do I do next? That's right. Um, it's, and it's built on that sort of hypothesis that there are scripts in our life that we follow from our parents, from people, anyone we respect, basically our culture, our mm-hmm. parents, some, for some people, religious leaders, uh, any role models, and we end up doing certain things. And we do more and more of the things 
they gain us approval from those people. That's right. And that can leave us sometimes awesome, but not flourishing um, and being 100% ourselves. And so on, on the back of the book, there's that Gallup poll from 2013, which found that I think it's 87% of people uh, are not emotionally engaged in, in their work. And it doesn't mean they hate us, but they're functioning. And right. that can't be good. That's a shame. Um, particularly in the age of AI, where everything that can be coded will be coded. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. we, we want to be engaged. So I was just curious with my own journey and the general landscape. How do you answer that question? Why is that? And what, what are we going to do about it? Yeah, you, you mentioned in the book, you say, uh, we often find purpose much later in our lives. And you wrote a book about how we can understand ourselves. This is a quote. How yeah. we can understand ourselves better and follow a new and more fruitful trajectory that mirrors mm. our unique capabilities and passions, weaknesses, and limitations, our personality, and the often overlooked matter of motivation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you laid it out beautifully, chapter by chapter, and I think uh, the real value that I found in it was that those five components really do create these plot points that you can figure out. This is, look, this is kind of a way walk, walkie in it, right? Like, yeah, yeah. This, is, this, is, this is worth pursuing. So how did you, how did you come up with that? Um, I make things up as I go. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I'm um, in my own journey because it, when you're struggling with stuff, you read a lot, you know, mm. so I, I've been informed by a whole diff different ideas, Franciscan monks, there's millennia of tradition from people who've thought about things before. And I think every generation <laughs> thinks that they need to uh, think about stuff again. That's right. Which I mean, is, well, we, great. We, we developed the internet, right? So I guess Absolutely. we get to reinvent everything. Yeah. yeah. If, you know, we figured out McDonald's. So therefore, you know, who okay. cares what all these old wise people have been talking about for 2,000 years? That's right. And, um, and so how do, how do you go about answering that question? Yeah, gifts, capabilities is the first one. Mm -hmm. And most people I speak to, and I do a lot of mentoring, I meet up with lots of people, um, and... Actually, let's rewind a tiny bit. In entrepreneurial world, many of your listeners will be entrepreneurs. We have, have a startup idea and we have a set of assumptions which are true or false. And the job mm -hmm. of the entrepreneur is to um, prove or disprove those ideas and yeah. learn rapidly, reiterate, make changes, listen carefully for product market fit and all that stuff. Right. And then pivot on the, on the journey uh, in a way that, that works. And... That's what entrepreneurs do. Can I create a product or service that people really value and they'll pay me more than it costs me? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Business summarized well, right That's right. And um, and question is, well, what about people? You know, you, companies do pivots, but we get enough miles in the clock to have had enough things that have gone well mm -hmm. or badly. Um, there can be themes that have existed where we keep getting into friction in certain situations my favorite chapter is on limitations and weaknesses because our culture is so into overcoming that we never really take a close look at the doors that have closed, the, the things that haven't opened. And so the whole thinking is those, those five things, gifts, passions, weaknesses, and limitations, personality, and uh, motivations, uh, that's six, but weaknesses and limitations are really linked. Right. You know, internal and external frontiers. Um, those things are, they don't give you a destination, but they do give you a clear direction. Uh, a bit like the, uh, when you do a 500 piece jigsaw puzzle, the pieces around the outside. 
or like the lanes on a on a road. They don't tell you how to get to Baltimore or whatever. Um, <laughs> right. but, but they but they do keep you off out of the ditches. Right. Um, so they, they give you a trajectory and direction. Absolutely. So maybe it's better for saying what not to do than right. what to do. But I found increasingly there's so many people who do have this uh, feeling of oh I think there's more to me and a lot of people can't answer the question what am I what am I what are my capabilities and what and what am I passionate about um, or even worse they can answer the question in under ten seconds mm. but it's the answer that this fictitious script will be very proud of. <laughs> but when you ask your mates and as I encourage people to do harness relationships. You know, when have you seen me leaning forward and or agitated or with my eyes doing that thing eyes do when we are totally in a zone? When time, when have you seen me like that? It might not be when we think. That's right. And um, so it's an onion to be peeled. It's not, a, there is, it's not a simple do X, Y, and Z and you'll live happily ever after. It's right. just saying we are all wonderfully complex. Good luck. Go for yes. it. <laughs> right. Take so time. This, this is kind of interesting. You're you are at the same time. It, it's a little bit meta because you're you are in the middle of these changes yourself, Correct, and yeah. you've done this uh, pivoting and you've done the legal to entrepreneurship. You've done the the process. So, from an external perspective, you are well versed. You are. Um, experienced and have done it a number of times from the internal experience you're right on the cusp of doing it again and you wrote down essentially it's like you're writing down a process you wrote down the process as you're going yeah, yeah so this this yeah, book actually might be better than just um, get getting the veneer teeth and uh, the convertible and having that really <laughs> great midlife crisis um, you could actually take something like this book and process through it with, um, I think I see this being really valuable with a small group of friends mm. who could actually go through this together and say, um, you know, you, John, you don't seem passionate about your work. Uh, but you know, and I'm at a point of, uh, making big transitions myself. Let's just kind of go through this together and see, see what turns up. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And it's been, as Scott was saying, it's been cathartic for me to find language for the journey to try and put myself in the picture. Absolutely. And I've, I'm certainly not writing to someone who's nailed everything um, because I don't think um, there is a destination. It's often a perspective. It's often a, a way we perceive ourselves. And so it's as much linked to wholeness as what we do. But at the same time, there are many voices out there who will say it's um, it's not what we do, it's who we're becoming. Correct. But at 8.30 in the morning on Monday, everyone gets up and runs off and does stuff, grabs their triple espresso, whether it's for free or paid, there's a group mm -hmm. of people. And so, well, what is that? Because that's a lot of our life. And right. let's, make, let's make sure that we are um, identifying the unique DNA because it's best for us, the people we love, our okay. friends, uh, the wider society and so understanding that core capability you know just this morning I was, I was meeting with a friend who's an expert in user experience mm -hmm. as a, a big agency he literally wrote the book on it in America and England the Wiley Guide on user experience mm -hmm. and he uh, was uh, we're talking about his capabilities and how well I was saying it to him but uh, mm -hmm. we were talking around it and actually the danger is we see our skills as our capabilities, whereas for him, 
it's probably curiosity, actually. He's just really curious. That's right. Mm. And so if you're able to identify the epicenter of that brilliance, well, that could do all sorts of things. That's right. You know? And so it kind of blows open the script and creates opportunities, you know, for us to, to engage. Yeah. yeah. I hope that makes some sense. <laughs> it does. Yeah, that's great. So I have this, I'm forming this question in my mind as I speak, but you you have gone through life iterations, big sweeping kind of pivots yourself. As you move into this new one, is there any sort of um, hyper awareness about any any one issue? Or are you are you approaching it differently? I'm I'm treating it as a, as a lean starter, partly because number five is motivations. What is the why? And for me, I, I meet up with a lot of people mentoring. I'm not I don't do paid life coaching. I I, I just love helping. I love helping, and I want to do that. So you're a how helper. I take, yeah, I am a number two. I'm a, on the Enneagram, right. not, so not as in the other type of number two, if, right. if you call it Shout that. Shout out to all <laughs> the out there. Yeah, Tim is, Tim is also a, a two yeah. on the Enneagram. Are you, awesome, yeah. awesome. And But the problem with number twos is we love to do things sacrificially, but we get annoyed when people don't say thank you. So right. we literally <laughs> ask for it. And so the minute someone pays me 200 quid to help them on their journey, it becomes very dull and boring for me because that way they don't know how... What an amazing guy I am! That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being a bit, a bit silly here, yeah. but but it's, it's so I am my my motivation is I would get a kick out of seeing people find a journey and just thinking, hey, I was part of that ripple effect. So I've got a friend who's working for a a, a big big company in in the UK, global company. Uh, I better not mention it because I haven't got his permission. Yeah. But he hates the environmental stuff, all the plastic plastic problems that he's seeing in Southeast Asia and they have a lot of those resources in their supply chain and so the standard thing you're supposed to do is grow a goatee, move to Cornwall and become a beekeeper, make organic honey, Uh obviously and grow your own courgettes Um, but that meets the passion but it doesn't meet any of the other things because he's a formidable leader so being able to be part of that journey, and I haven't done that as he's just a friend of mine, mm-hmm. but going for beers and just processing, and actually he's now head of environment for this organization, sort out all the supply chain. So he's getting to be every everything he is, but a li- it's a tweak. So it's a mm-hmm. pivot, right. but it's just a minor adjustment. So, uh, so my reward is being part of those journeys because I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so yeah, the way I'm approaching it is quite lean. The big question I've got is, is this something where it could help the many? There's mm-hmm. a book, and it's wonderful if people process that with their friends, mm-hmm. but should there be a sales funnel? Should Originally, I was thinking actually mentoring entrepreneurs who've ex- exited. I even owned the domain name afterexit.com. Okay. You know, I was originally thinking, you know, there's some people that have got resources. They are the people with the five talents. Mm-hmm. Um if and I view that in a very narrow sense because you know the correlation between economics and greatness is tenuous sometimes. Right. But thinking, how do I help people who've had a similar journey there? And then I took the brand from that to actually life pivot with a broader audience. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure if, in order to scale it, I might need to monetize it. Well, I will need to monetize it, and health, wealth, and relationships, you can do in, in that fashion. Right. And I'm less than convinced something involving, which is more wholeness. I'd almost need to change my pitch to be saying, 
if you become the best version of you and align these five stars over your life, you will get rapid promotions. <laughs> right. and, I, and I'm not sure I would say that to someone in person. I don't right. I would say may, maybe maybe there are script, scripts there around the definition of success that need challenging or that's something right. like that. So that's where I am. I, I don't know whether to create a platform to help an Airbnb, to help coaches connect with people. There, there's all sorts of stuff I could do there, but I'm, I'm still in the feedback loop of, right. is it helpful? So I don't mean I could do something else. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of unfair to even ask this ne- next question, but b- being in that feedback loop, are you finding that people, when you approach them, are they, do they get it? Do they understand, okay, this contextually, this guy yeah. is really for me? Yeah, yeah. The feedback has been really wonderful. Uh, the main, uh, there are some people who are just not in that zone because it's quite deep, some of this stuff, isn't right. it? Yes. And I think people who are not like that have a much easier life. <laughs> yeah. um, but um, some of the best feedback has been that it isn't, um, it's a short book. But I don't oversimplify. I don't give. Uh, I don't spoon feed answers. I give a lot of work. Well, I'll I'll tell people where to dig in their archaeological dig. I'm not going to um, say, well, just do this or that. And so some of the feedback's been helpful mm-hmm. in that um, I was realistic in terms of managing expectations and saying this is a journey. Just go on it bravely with people you trust. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, and that's that's, that's key right there. That that yeah. people you trust thing. I, I every every encounter that I've had with a mentor or a coach or a, just somebody who was speaking into my life that I trusted, the mm. the core value has has simply been you'll leave our conversation better than when you started. Yes, so yeah. that is. But that's such a hard sell. It is. You have to admit you're not awesome. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And and sometimes it's um, just the feeling of being understood by someone, right? And it's 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 often the silence where they just look you and say, "Yeah, that's hard." (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, you know. I thought there's an old quote by a guy who says, "Never trust a person without a limp." You Mm. know that actually, it's we're often more helpful to people through the things we've struggled with than the things we've hit home runs or sixes with. That's right. Um, so, uh, so, but certainly I think there would be great value in people coming alongside yeah. other people on this journey to have a 10-week, you know, to make sure you work through, um, right. to quiz people on the answers because people can try and peel the onion too quickly because these right. scripts run quite deeply. We don't, we, it's subconscious. We don't know we're doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it, it occurs to me that this book is perfect and timely for that person who is trying to figure out you know they're coming up on a point of decision and they have to and they have to make some hard choices but truthfully this book could be for anyone you know any adult who's actually lived professional life um you have a quote here from Merton that says, people may spend their whole lives climbing the ladder of success only to find, once they reach the top, that the ladder is leaning against the wrong wall. And, yeah. and I'm thinking about how there's something wired into us in the modern moment that says, don't do a lot of introspection and don't do a lot of examining and just keep your head down and keep, keep plugging. But the truth is, is that, like the Merton quote, 
it's always important to stop and evaluate and say, is this worth what I think it's worth? And, yeah. and is this leaned against the right wall? It's that Socrates quote about, you know, the unexamined life is not worth yes. living. Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, I think there's a huge audience um, yeah. for even for those not in crisis mm. or, or yeah. not facing big decisions. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Just for people who think, oh, I've always had the feeling I'd like to do such and such. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, why haven't you? Or why could you? And even the practical of, wait a minute, don't just quit your job and <laughs> freak right. out your wife or husband. Slow down. You know, it's um, from an entrepreneurial point of view, maybe you need to be more systematic and take a five-year view on something. Um, so that, that is a possibility of um, providing a platform to enable people to yeah. connect. That's great. Uh, yeah, because that is obviously a, it's a big old world and 87% is a large group of people. Yes. Um, a lot of younger people are interested in this, but my feeling is the age group is probably 40 plus mm-hmm. because you need the miles on the clock. You need the data to reference. <laughs> you know, you need to have succeeded or failed. I was thinking of that quote by um, the guy who wrote that book, Good to Great, an American chap, I've forgotten his name. Mm-hmm. But he was saying the, the biggest failure isn't abject failure. It's being successful at some point in your life and not knowing why. <laughs> right. I thought, wow, that is interesting. But every now and then, some things have come together for for most people at some point, and they don't know why. You know, mm-hmm. wow, if you could reverse, if you could do a post mortem on that after the events and say, well, you were there. What happened? What? Why? Then you could p- potentially replicate that. Right. And, um, yeah. That's great. So um, the book is released. People are reviewing it. People uh, are excited about it. How else are you getting the message out there? What's working? And it's a crowded marketplace. I mean, publishing is tough. So how are you approaching that? Yeah. So I made the decision early not not to go to a professional publisher. We mm-hmm. we live. 15 minutes from Bath, which is the home of publishing mm-hmm. uh, in, in the UK. Uh, a friend of mine used to be the CEO of a big publishing house there, and he did all the Jamie Oliver type stuff. Okay. And he, he, his advice to me was probably don't go there because it, the deals aren't great. You get a percentage of the wholesale, right. they've got no obligation to, to promote. There'll be a lot of things you can't do. Like if suppose uh, this project needs to pivot or I just want to give it to everyone for free because it's linked to something else, it would uh, tie my hands up. So I made that decision early on to right. yeah. just to go solo to, to maintain that, that freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's, there's been a few Facebook interviews, uh, a lot of word of mouth initially. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the big hockey stick distribution would come from creating a sales funnel and saying, you know, here's a book. I'd love you to read it for free, just pay postage. Mm-hmm. And then further down the sales funnel, if there are 4% of people who would like to watch a you know, six-week webinar right. and I polish up the notes and make that more eloquently organized and mentoring and connecting coaches who subscribe to the platform. And, yeah. you know, they or something like that. There are a lot of places to take that. Yeah. That's right. But I, I don't want to... Um, run before I'm walking. That's right. Yeah. We're catching you right at that moment of your kind of surveying the territory and saying, you're checking out which wall to lean your ladder again. Absolutely. I'm I'm tempted to just make some stuff up to sound more credible. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate appreciate you saying, look, I want to make the right decision. I don't want to just make a decision. So I think that that's really admirable. I mean, you sound like a guy with a limp. Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. 
Absolutely. Um, well, tell us. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with two different questions, and one of these you're not prepped for. But uh, how nice of you. Thanks. Thanks. What do I think of Brexit? <laughs> yeah, Boris Johnson, very sensible. He will do what's right for everyone. Yeah, uh-huh. everybody is very yeah. excited about this guy. Yeah. I've never yeah. seen so much fanfare. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? What That's could what go wrong? <laughs> uh, well, tell, so one of these is uh, tell us what you're excited about next. Um, is that just getting the book further out? Yeah. Um, I've had quite a number of entrepreneurs approach me who've been through the phase, who've asked up in London who would like to follow up for mentoring to actually go hands in hands. And I'd love to That's do great. that, to have real-life guinea pigs just to see whether what works in theory in my head works in practice in other people's yeah. lives. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, partly it's always nice engaging deep with people. I, I love people. Um, there's that. And then um, linked to the book, I've, I have some of my own life pivots, entrepreneurship. I keep ending up doing that. <laughs> I can't get away from it. Even in yeah. the book, I mentioned the potential peer-to-peer food idea. Right. And, you know, and actually launching into some of those ideas. I've got 45 ideas on my reminders list on my iPhone. And I'm wondering, well, maybe I do need to actually do one of these. Yes, <laughs> right. new idea rather than investing in other entrepreneurs. I'd, I'd like to drive, you know, I've, yeah. 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 Brad, thanks for, thanks for your time on this, man. Thanks for sharing with us your past journey and where you're headed. We're very excited for you. Oh, thank you. It's been yeah. a d- delight to talk to you both. No, yeah. man. Well, I, we're gonna we're gonna post some links in our social media. We're gonna try to get this book out there for you. Um, if you're out there listening and you are curious about uh, the kind of meta subject of how do you pivot, how do you look at your life and figure out what walls you're leaning against, check this book out. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Brad Askew is a quality guy, and this is a quality book, so you're gonna get a lot out of it. So thank you so much, Brad. All right. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Brand Manual Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. We'd be super grateful if you shared. You can find the other episodes on Apple Podcast and Spotify. We'll see you next time on the Brand Manual Podcast.